Hey cousins, welcome to Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Welcome cousins to this episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. I'm your host, Cornell Wright, the People's Lobbyist. Join me today as we're going to talk about two topics, one short one and one a little bit longer. I think you'll enjoy it. Join me. Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas is intended for the participation of responsible adults of legal drinking age who wish to engage in substantive virtual discussions and social drinking for entertainment purposes only. Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas does not advocate the abuse of alcoholic beverages. Choosing to participate in any of the drinking activities shared in the program should be made with moderation and caution and is the sole responsibility of the user. So cousins, keep wearing your mask. I'm wearing mine. Uh, the Delta variant is still out there. You still take care of the little cousins now, as we know. They're starting to get COVID and bringing them in to their parents and grandparents. So everybody, keep wearing your mask. Get your vaccine. Let's get into a day's show. Today, I want to talk about two events. One that was kind of a natural event and how we responded to it. The other one was not a natural event, but how we should respond to that perhaps as well. So cousins, a couple weeks ago, we had a hurricane go in and impact a lot of our cousins on the Gulf of Mexico coast, right? In particular, in Louisiana, large areas were flooded. I believe all the areas, at one point in time, from what I hear, the storm surge was so significant around New Orleans area that the Mississippi River was flowing backwards. Think about that, cousins. The mighty Mississippi was flowing backwards because of the storm surge associated with that hurricane. It's amazing. But so here's what happened. A number of power companies and power companies in my area, and I live in Connecticut up in the Northeast, they were then correctly and dutifully and in support of cousins in those Gulf states sending down their crews. All right. And so I noticed they had multiple trucks and multiple crews and all this. And I don't understand all the mechanics and who paid who or whatever's behind it. But here's the idea, cousins. They were driving from Connecticut to Louisiana. Even if you had tandem drivers going back and forth, that still was going to take a lot of time, and it was going to impact the work I contend of the people getting the work done. So the question is, cousins, I think that's a bad idea. How about instead, since we have a National Guard units here in Connecticut, and there's National Guard units all over the country, they have transport planes. How about we put those same utility trucks on transport planes, and instead of days to get to Louisiana, they'll be there in a matter of hours, excited and ready to go. Because you got cousins who are going to be impacted by a couple days worth of work that those cousins coming from Connecticut and other companies from power companies could have helped them, right? I mean, I'm sure there's some money involved in that, but isn't it worthwhile to help those cousins down in Louisiana, the Gulf states, to get their power back quickly? Because I understand a lot of their infrastructure is like, you know, taken care of, right? So, cousin, that's a bad idea coming from brown liquor and bad ideas. I'm sure they could work that out. The second topic for the day, cousins, comes back to our favorite state of Texas with good cousins down there. Now, I'm sure you've all heard about the abortion laws and how they were just being changed in, in Texas. And so, if you will, there was also earlier, I think I talked about, about how the election laws had been modified in Texas to be pretty egregious, in my opinion, and by the way, not as democratic as I think we could all agree they should be. However, so there's a model that appears to be occurring because, as with the voting laws, the abortion laws came in the same model. 
to my understanding, you can check me if I'm wrong, it turns out that it was done at night by the legislature. The governor signed it at night. There was no cameras, and aside from which, there was not even any debate associated with the legislation that was coming forward. So I'm sorry, cousins, if you have a majority, I think majority of Republicans, and then they, didn't, they make a decision, and there's no public debate, no sentiment, no engagement, <laughs> under the dark of night, as they would say, and then all of a sudden you wake up the next morning and these are your laws? Cousin, I mean, certainly that must be within the legal parameters of the state, but is that really the way that cousins would want to be able to manage and dictate and govern over each other? Help me with that, okay? So, so now we have these relatively specific laws in regards to abortion in the state of Texas. To me, cousins, abortion is a very personal decision. It's a very personal decision. I understand there's religious overtones. I understand there's moral overtones. But at the end of the day, it's a personal decision. And I believe, as the words are being used, is that her body, her choice, okay? And I don't know how many of you cousins have been in a situation where you have to deal with a decision forthcoming regarding whether you should or shouldn't have a child, okay, because of a pregnancy or for whatever the reasons there were. Because, cousins, I've been around long enough. I was, be, I was around before there was uh, Roe v. Wade. And cousins who needed abortions still got them. Unfortunately, after that, it didn't stop extramarital affairs, activities. Come on, right? There was still incest. There was still rape. There was still marriage, marriage situations in which people didn't want to have children for whatever reasons. There were a lot of factors that go into those decisions, not just simply yes or no. And so my opinion is, and you, know, you make your own call as to where you are with that, but that's an individual call. But the real underlying point to me, cousins, is, is that personal call significant enough to be as divisive as it is within our country, considering all the other things we are confronted with? All the other things, cousins. And if you look at the statistics I've seen from the CDC, and there was another uh, organization also looked at that, the number of, of abortions that could be identified, recognized as patient-client privileges, has been going down in our country for the last 10 years. So whatever the modifications, whatever the orientations are of starting to reduce them, it's numbers going down, not up. The key question, cousins, is should we be as divided on this concept as we are? My answer is no. That's dividing us on doing some more important things that we need to take care of all the cousins and not specifically gravitating people to one way or the other on something that at the end of the day is a personal decision. So cousins, let's take a little bit more of a cut on this whole uh, thing. That's my personal opinion, right? Okay, you make your own call on that. We can talk about that. It's been debated. I'm sure there's going to be more maybe as a result of my comments. But so here we are. Let's look at Texas. Now, Texas has just come in with this rather, let's call it strict, for lack of better phraseology, concept regarding abortion. Texas still has a death penalty. Cousins. So we can prevent you from having an abortion, but the state can, in fact, kill you if, in fact, they think that's appropriate. Right? And we all have heard over the last 20 months or so how Texas has had, say, conflicting positions on wearing masks, conflicting positions on getting the vaccine for COVID, 
which is in fact killing people, not only in Texas, but other places that people from Texas go. And you're going to tell me now that what you're being consistent about loving life? So come on, cousins. You can't say I love life on one side and here's on these other aspects. I'm going to ignore it and pretend like it's not true. So tell me, show me consistency and you get a lot more respect from me. Inconsistency? Eh, I think I have an issue with that. So, so got that dynamic, cousins. So here's the other piece. Just after the legislature in Texas decided to have this new legislation, the Supreme Court in Mexico decided to legalize abortion. Now, cousins, I understand that for religious purposes, our Catholic cousins and the Vatican, I believe they have a very strict and consistent position about abortion. Mexico is the second largest country in the world of their population of Catholics. And they have decided, at least from the Supreme Court level, we haven't heard from the religious leaders at this point in time, but from the Supreme Court, they identified that that's going to be legal in Mexico. So what does that mean? Are we going to have cousins from Texas going to Mexico to get abortions when they need it? <laughs> Come on, cousins, think about that for a minute. All right? All, so you thought, looking at that whole thing, it starts to be more confusing and complex. We got the way in which the law came into effect. We got the impacts of the law. And then the last piece I'd like to bring to you regarding <clears throat> it being a bad idea, help me with this, is that it turns cousins against cousins. So that if I think you went to get an abortion or you have a friend who drove you to get an abortion, I can then effectively sue you and get a reward for turning you in. Cousins, let's go back and look at that. Aside from that being vigilante justice, eh, okay, it also goes back to the Compromise of 1850 and the whole Fugitive Slave Act in which because slaves could escape from the South or whomever, run North, and so you were duty-bound to return this property back to its owner. Ignoring all of the aspects of what we as Americans think are critical and important. Honesty, charity, engagement, helping people who are in bad ways, all those kind of things. But no, the law said you had to turn this person who was a slave, because they were considered to be a slave to be chattel, back to their owner. That was the Fugitive Slave Act. That's once again turning cousins against cousins for the impact of who and the benefit of whom. You with me, cousins? I think that's a bad idea. So when you look at this whole thing, you start to wrap it up. My final point on this one is why it doesn't make any sense, is that if you have resources and you live in Texas, you are still going to be able to have an abortion if that's a, that's a decision you decide to make. You're going to be able to go to other states in the country. You're going to be able to go to Mexico. So who's going to be impacted by those children, perhaps who are unwanted for perhaps whatever that personal choice is of that person's reasons, that they didn't want to have the child? It's going to be the poorer cousins in Texas. The poor cousins who are already, perhaps because you're poor in, a country, in the country, you know if you're poor, you're struggling anyway, <laughs> right? Anyone going to say that if you're poor, you're not struggling? Come on, you've never been poor, if that's your point. So, cousins, that's a bad idea. I strongly recommend the, the Texas legislature reconsider it. If they don't consider on their own volition for the cousins to start to recognize that, hey, 
This is what the people are giving you that you've elected. It's your opportunity to exercise your democratic rights, okay, within the constraints of the voting aspects as well in Texas. You decide there's something else you can do. Because if this continues to go through, of course, it's going to go eventually to the Supreme Court, and other states in the nation are going to follow this lead in order to see how far they can push the ball toward that direction. If you feel differently, yes. If you feel supported, yes. But let's have a dialogue and discussion in regards to that and see whose decision it should be and what role the government and or the individual and or religion and your personal relationship, to my opinion, with the person above, what's, what carries weight. All right, cousin, you take care of yourself. It's a sensitive topic, but everybody needs to weigh in on it to their best opinion and make sure that if you believe in freedom, that you in fact have the freedoms that are appropriate. Okay, that's an individual call. Not a call about mass freedom. That's for all of us. See the difference, cousins? All right, you take care of yourselves. See you next week on Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. We are the people. Welcome to the show.